0: Welcome to a Heartfelt Dialogue, where authentic conversations unfold. Join us each week as we explore the depths of human connection, shared personal stories, and discuss the moments that shape us. It's a space for genuine conversations that touch the heart and inspire understanding. Let's embark on this journey together. Welcome to Heartfelt Dialogue Podcast. I'm your host Tahiri Young. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Heartfelt Dialogue Podcast. I'm truly excited for this new adventure for the podcast as I do some of these episodes solo and my intentions for my solo episodes for the podcast is to help inspire you motivate you, make you aware of what's going on, and really give you this heartfelt conversation that we're going to have on each solo episode. So without the further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today, we're going to really be discussing on communication inside your marriage. Here's what I've learned in communication in a relationship. Regardless or not, you're married or not, but this goes for any kind of relationship. We want to make sure that we are having the most healthy conversation possible. And what I've learned in this is that The reason why we want to have a healthy communication is to be able to understand each other's point of view, even though we may not agree. Listen to each other's words and how we are actually setting the tone for the conversation, even though we may not agree. Understanding what's actually happening inside these conversations, even though we may not agree. And that if we feel a certain type of way, when we are having these conversations, it is okay to take a step back And regroup yourself, gather yourself, take a pause, take a moment, then come back to the conversation with a clear intention without the emotions that enters into into the conversation. Even though we may not agree. And I'm about to tell you a story on this. I'm speaking from experience because my communication with other people have been on point. But what used to lack is my communication with my spouse. And we would always have these misunderstandings in our conversations because we're not clearly communicating. We're not understanding each other's point of view. We are not hearing each other. What we're hearing is ourselves and what we're saying but we're not listening. And so there's so many different things that are happening that we were not understanding each other. We weren't really listening. And so there would be arguments in the midst of the conversations and things would get more heated as time progressed. We weren't taking step backs. We weren't, you know, regrouping. And if we were regrouping, it was like days later after we have calmed down and really kind of like, huh, Maybe I should have did this differently. Or maybe I shouldn't have said this. When we're in our arguments with our significant others, we're not thinking clearly because we're in the heat of the moment. But what I've learned in this is that our emotions play a huge part on how we communicate. Because our emotions take over completely. Completely. And so if we're feeling a certain type of way, when we are having these conversations with our spouses, and even with other people, we're not thinking clearly. We're not talking clearly, and we're not listening clearly. We're listening to business and pieces of the information that is given to us, but we're not fully understanding or fully comprehending what's being told to us because it could be as simple as this a conversation of any kind could be just hey I'm feeling a certain type of way about things in life or a situation that has nothing to do with our ourselves. It has to do something with the person who is communicating communicating that to us and then our brains go through this whole ordeal of you're talking about me and this is I'm feeling a certain type of way about this conversation because I feel like you're attacking me but that's not the case so our brains our emotions take a huge step into controlling the narrative of what's going on in our communication when we are having conversations with others. Because we automatically assume that the conversation's about us when it's in in all reality, it is not. And so I've learned to take the emotions out of the conversation I've learned to actively listen to others fully and clearly and asking questions on how they feel about what is being told to me. Nine out of ten, it's not about me or the person who is receiving the message when others are talking. It's more so like let me vent and allow them to vent and not feel a certain type of way when we are receiving this information. I think a lot of us in society think that we just automatically assume that these conversations that are being had on a daily weekly, monthly, yearly basis, it's about us and it's truly not about us. I say about maybe 10% of the conversations that we have on a regular basis is about us, but the other 90% isn't. And so I think that we as society shouldn't just keep assuming that the 10% is always going to be every conversation about us. So a lot of us are assuming that these conversations are about us and that is why there are so many different arguments. Now, arguments do happen in conversations, don't get me wrong, but it's about how you handle it and how you react to these these arguments in these conversations. Most of us end up, you know, using words that we don't really mean a lot of us are using profanity, in other words, in the midst of conversation when it, there's not really need, there's no need for it. A lot of us are being physical or emotionally ab- abusive in the conversation when there really isn't a need for it. And so a healthy way to do that is to, when you are in a heated conversation with someone and it doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean your spouse but it could be your spouse it could be anyone you're having a conversation with and you're in a heated conversation take a step back meaning remove yourself from the conversation gather yourself calm down and then come back and revisit the conversation in a much healthier way and I know a lot of us have the capabilities to do this but our egos get in the way our emotions get in the way we assume that this isn't going to work it's a new habit if you haven't done this or if you haven't done this before it's a new habit and it's not going to happen overnight this is going to happen over time and a lot of us, just assume, once again, that things are going to progress quickly and that we should automatically know that this is going to happen really, really fast. And it's not. And so it's just like learning a new skill in life for learning how to ride a bike for the very first time. Or walking for the very first time, or talking for the very first time, or blinking, and you know these things. That is just like a new habit. We're we're creating a new habit, and so it takes time. So you don't just automatically stand up and start walking and like, okay, now I'm going to run. No, walking takes time until you master it and get it down. And like, okay, now I feel comfortable walking. Now let me start to. Do the next thing that I can do besides walking. Let me start to run. Those are just some of the examples. But we have to get the idea out of our minds that we have to assume that these conversations are about us. And it's truly not all the time. And if these conversations happen to be about you, take it as a... You know, take it as something that you can improve in, something that you can learn from, something that you can grow from, because not everything is meant to hurt you with whatever the conversation is. And granted, the conversations that may be about you, you definitely disagree with. But really understand where this person is coming from. And so take it as a growth. This is a way for you to grow in these different areas of whatever the conversation's about. Take it as an opportunity for you to be able to grow in a way that you never knew was possible And the reason why I'm saying this is because I'm coming from experience and I had a very hard time with this, especially with my spouse giving me, you know, conversations about me that I disagreed, but I had to learn over time that this was a way for me to grow. And now we look back at it and said, you know, very proud of you for taking the high road, not just the high road, but just being able to process and learn from what our conversation was about. You know, maybe six months ago, three months ago, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, however long it's been since you originally had that conversation, and you're taking that and reflecting on it. So, Communication, in in a general sense, can be healthy. But it comes from the the correct mindset and not trying to have a personal vendetta against the person who is giving you these conversations that you do not like. And people are going to say things that you disagree with. People are going to agree to disagree. That is just how life is. And that is just how conversations happen in general. But it's about how you react to what is being told to you makes all the difference in the world. A lot of us can just come out of here in these, in these conversations that we have on a regular basis and said I'm going to feel a certain type of way about it. Remember, taking the emotions out of it helps you understand, it helps you reflect, it helps you with clarity on what is actually being said to you and what you're saying to the person back. I mean, everything has intentions behind it. Some are bad, some are good, but remember, what are are your intentions behind the conversation in general? Why are you having this conversation? Is it for the greater good? Or is it just because, hey, I'm mad because I'm all in my feelings and let me bitch you out. So, you know, like, it's just choosing the battles that you want to choose. And so having those proper conversations is important. Having healthy conversations. I think when A lot of us in society think it from that point of view where we can choose because we can choose choosing to have conversations in a meaningful way where you can have a clear intention, a healthy intention, not to bitch someone out, not to fuss someone out, not to be all in your feelings because you feel a certain type of way. But really, honestly, just feel like you can be yourself and really understand what is going on inside of your conversation. So take that, run with it. You can choose. You can choose. People think that they don't have a choice because the way they grew up. We can't keep using that as an excuse of just because you grew up a certain type of way and that's how you're supposed to be in life. No, you can change that. Just because you saw fighting or arguing all the time and that is how you think that that's how your conversations are supposed to go as an adult. No, not absolutely not. We have to make a different choice. Just because we saw it growing up doesn't mean that we have to continue the pattern. And we'll get into patterns in in a whole nother episode, but having a healthy communication is, is key to any relationship. To even have a amount of healthiness in the relationship regardless if it's your spouse or someone else you want to be able to have a choice to have a healthy way to communicate and I know it's going to take time and we just have to put in the work if we're willing to put in the work we're willing to have a healthy communication towards anyone and that is what I'm trying to Pass on the message today is to be able to help you just see, how are you communicating in the world? How are you showing up? How are you reacting to these conversations? Are we acting in these conversations in a healthy way or in an unhealthy way? And if you are acting out of an unhealthy way, why are you? That is the question you have to ask yourself. Why are you acting out of an unhealthy way? Is it something that you've seen growing up? Is it something that you've seen and witnessed that you think that this is how it's supposed to be? Or were you treated in this way where because you were treated in this way, this is how you're going to get back at other people because you were mistreated in communicating. So think about those things for a second and really ask yourself, that those questions and really think about how you want to start to communicate going forward after this episode um because that makes all the difference in the world if we want to have a really healthy communication with our with our spouse then we have to have a healthy communication if you can't then how are how are you and your spouse supposed to move forward in life if you can't get communication down, there are so many other avenues behind it besides the communication, but communication is key to any relationship, especially if you are in a marriage because that is the ultimate top notch of relationship because now you're in a committed, solid relationship to where you're not dating. You're not dating anymore. You're not engaged. You're not single. You are you have devoted your life to your spouse and your spouse has devoted their lives to you. So why not build a healthy communication? It's so key. It's so key. We can't keep, continue to keep going down this path of unhealthy communication because this is... One of the reasons why marriages end in divorce, among other things, but this is one of them, and I believe this is the top one. Um, they're like top five ones for divorce, but this is this is in the top five, um, because people can't communicate to save their relationship and not to say that communication saves relationships but if you improve on your relationship improve your communication you can improve in other areas of your relationship so don't get me wrong communication is very key it's important because if you can't communicate you can't do anything else in your in your marriage so definitely take this at to heart definitely take this and strive Definitely make better decisions if you haven't already. um, And start to do a healthy communication because it's really key in your marriage. Um, I cannot stress that enough. I really, really can't. Um, Because I could only imagine if I did not take the opportunity and learn about communication and really know what really goes into it, what works and what doesn't work. What's working is being in a space where we can ask permission, because a lot of people get this confused and a lot of people like disagree with this, but asking permission to have a conversation with your spouse, because you have no idea mentally, emotionally, and even physically, What's going on with your spouse is especially if your spouse isn't with you 24 seven, your spouse out here working in the world, or even if you're working at home, and your spouse is out working in the world, or vice versa, you have no idea what your spouse is going through mentally, emotionally and physically. And that is why I say, ask permission to have conversations, because it is out of due to respect to your to your spouse to have you to start having these conversations you know go into appreciation with you know before you jumping into you know jumping into a conversation with your spouse appreciation go a long way it sets the tone of your conversation then you're asking your hey, can you have do you have a couple of minutes? Do you have, a, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes to have a conversation with me? It's due to respect. And if you haven't done this already, try it, start doing it, see how that works for you because it sets the tone. It sets the tone and it gives respect. I put a poll like a couple of months ago on social media and asked a lot of people do you ask your spouse um, permission to have conversations? And someone said, no. Why would I need to ask permission for, to have a conversation with my spouse? I just have a conversation with my spouse. But how do your conversation go? Do your conversations become a little heated? Do your conversations become, argu- you know, do you have a full blown out fight? Do you have an argument in that, in your communication does your spouse say, no, not now, I'm, I'm busy, I don't have time for this? Do your partner is not 100% focused on the conversation? Those are the things that happens when you don't ask permission. And the reason why I say that is because I'm speaking from experience. And when you ask permission to have a conversation because especially if your spouse has been working all day, they're the last thing they want to have is a conversation, especially if they have been working all day. And so they can have a conversation with you, of course. They can have a conversation with you, even if you don't ask permission. But what's gonna happen? What's happening is now you're you're imposing on a conversation with your spouse after a long day of work. And what's happening is that they're not fully 100% focused on the conversation. They're focusing on how tired they are. They're focusing on, man, I just got home. I've only been home for maybe an hour and now we're having a conversation. You know, those kinds of things. You know, then it turns into an argument. Then it turns into a fight. That's what's happening. That is what's happening when you don't ask permission to have a conversation especially when your spouse has been working all day now if your spouse has not been working all day you can ask permission to have a conversation or not have permission but mostly this goes for when your spouse has been working all day because that's the last thing that is on their mind and that is the gist of asking that question and you know some people just say well if i have to ask permission for you know a conversation then we don't need to be married again people can disagree to agree agree to disagree on asking permission but just try try it see how it works for you and then come back and let me know how did that work out for you if you tried it again that's a new a new habit so of course. It's going, you know, it's you're going to have mixed emotions about it because like it's a new habit and you're not used to doing it. But give it give it some time. Give it 30 days. Try it. See how it works for you. You know, get a journal, get something to write with and document on how you know, me trying this in this way and, and asking permission after a long day of hard of hard work on either part, because your partner could, your spouse could definitely ask permission to you on having these conversations. And then you'll be surprised of what kind of reaction you get. It's all about just respecting one another space and time, especially after a long day of work and I know about you, but I know for me, when I'm having a long day and I've done a lot of different calls and a lot of different business stuff, and I'm trying, and my partner's, my spouse is having a conversation with me or trying to have a conversation with me, that is like the last thing I want. Not only that, but I'm fully not 100% focused on the conversation because then I'll have him repeat what he just said like two seconds ago because I'm not paying attention. Do you see what I mean? Like I'm focusing on like, man, I'm tired. Let me relax. Let me rest for a second. I'm thinking about like, you know, the things that I need to get done around the house. I'm thinking about like, hey, I'm going to kind of get my myself together, prepared for work for the next day. Just those kinds of different things. Oh, I've got to cook dinner. Like those kinds of different things. Those are the things that you are thinking about after a long day of work. The last thing you're talking, thinking about is a conversation. So just asking the permission, once again, is just more due to respect of the other person who's been working all day. So that is just what it is. Um, like I said, we can agree to disagree on this. But if you haven't tried it, definitely try it. Let me know on social media. My social media handles is in the show notes below. Follow me. Let me know how this experiment was for you, like the good and the bad. I want to be able to know exactly what you've gained from it, what you didn't gain from it, if you didn't gain anything from it. But just try the experiment for 30 days and just see how your communication can improve over time. So thank you all. For this heartfelt conversation um, on communication and the importance, communication is key. This is important for any relationship. That's not just for your spouse, but any relationship. And really start to reflect on how you want to, to react during these conversations, and how you really want to show up in these conversations. Remember to take your emotions out of it because when you, we lead from emotions, that leads into other different things. And we'll get into this more on emotions in a new episode. So thank you guys so much for tweeting. And don't forget to leave us a review. Let us know. You have questions. You can write to us on our podcast. Don't forget to share this podcast for anyone and everyone who is needing some communication guidance. Until next time, everyone, we'll catch you in a new episode.